Today's show is pre-recorded. I sure will. A good morning, everybody. Y'all listening to The Voice. Come on, dig me now. One and only, Steve Harvey. Got a radio show. Man, oh man, oh man. <laughs> God been good to me. Man, I can't explain it all, really. Hey, um, you know, I want, I want to remind everybody of something that I need reminding of myself all the time. And um, I'm, 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 uh, I'm dealing with a couple of things now, and I had to remind myself. Uh, you know what I have to remember? I have to constantly remind myself to stay in constant communication with God. Constant communication with God. You know, uh, sometimes, you know, I have a tendency, and maybe we do all as people, I don't know, but I know for me that when it's going okay, I slack up in sometimes having conversations with him because I'm not coming to him on a daily with something that's pressing or something and I find myself slacking up in the communication. Uh, the danger I have learned in that is this. Um, I, I think, you know, I mean, we've all heard old people say, you know, you got to stay prayed up, you know. And, you know, prayed up means, you know, you you got some stored up. You just got an abundance of them where you done, you're putting it in. Because what happens is, is when you're not in constant communication with God, when you're not constantly praying, doing those good times, that allows for the enemy to slip in and do the little things that can be upsetting. And then the next thing you know it, you get several little things in a, in a row. Now you got an issue you're dealing with. You know, I have to remind myself when it's going like that, man, have I really been praying though? Have I really been in constant communication with God because, you know, that that helps God against 
that little bitty stuff coming in. Sometimes it's big stuff. Sometimes it's major stuff. But I've noticed, man, that when I get on a, a more of a smooth plane in life, I have a tendency to slack up in that department. And that ain't the time to slack up. I'm, I'm really learning that I have to stay in constant communication with God because it enables me to ward off those little things coming up that can get in the way. And so I just wanted to make you aware of that as I'm learning it myself, that uh, staying prayed up is important, that you try to stock prayers. You know, you try to, you know, have some prayers in the bank, so to speak, and just constant communication with him because it'll just safeguard you against a lot of stuff back doing you. You know, I just wanted to make sure you understood that because on your journey, it's going to be many obstacles. I've said this a hundred times on the show. The road to success is always under construction. I say that all the time. And it's to, to let you understand that it's not going to be easy. But we can make it more difficult than it has to be. You know, when you go out and strike out on the journey, you know, uh, let's say I got in my car. Let's say I'm in New York. And I get in my car and I say, I'm going to L.A. I know if I drive west and continue to drive west, eventually I should get to California or I may wind up in uh, Portland or Seattle or something like that. But if I drive west, I'm going to eventually get to the west coast. Now, wouldn't it be smarter, though, if I mapped out the route? which saved me a bunch of driving I don't need and figuring that I don't have to calculate when you know the way to go. You know, if you know you want to cut cross on the 20 or you want to cut cross on the 70 or you want to cut cross on the 10, you know, you, you, you got to devise a route. Now, if I want to go visit some people I know, then I know I got to, I need to go down you know, I might go through Ohio, come down on the 80, then get on 71 and take that all the way down to the 10 and then ride across. Or I might take it to the 20, cut through Texas, and then and then let it link back up on the 10. I know a lot of different ways, but guess what? The best way is to map it out. You can go anywhere, but if you go with a map, it's more precise. You save yourself a lot of time, and that's what prayer has taught me. That when I that if I continuously pray, that I stay in the, in the, in the, in the, I stay in a prepared mode. I have more idea of where I'm going. I'm more secure with my route. If you just take off driving, heading west, yeah, you'll eventually get to the west coast if you out east. But guess what though? Had you mapped it out, you can see when you veering off. You may stop, come out, and not be paying attention the next thing. You know, you're on a route and you're going another way. You're going north when you could easily still be going west. You've got to constantly be aware of that. And I'm just pointing that out to you because I know that on your journey, a lot of times you get sidetracked. And part of the ways we get sidetracked is we lose out on that very, uh, the very beneficial resource of prayer. We lose out, we, our connection with God gets strained. The thicker you can keep the cord connected to God. If you thin out your communication with God, 
and instead of having a big thick cable, now you're dealing with a little thread. You know, a cable is stronger than thread. And so it just decreases uh, your opportunity. And so, you know, I wanted to just make you aware of that. And, uh, you know, to ever be encouraging to say to everybody out there, and just keep your head up. It is going to be dark days for you. There are going to be situations where it's going to be daunting and hard to face. But man, oh man, oh man, everybody has to face these challenges. Everybody get dark sometimes. You know, look, if you didn't lose, if you didn't lose, you wouldn't even appreciate winning. Because if it all went your way all the time, do you know how complacent and content and and how easy life would be if it just went your way all the time? So when it kept going your way, you wouldn't even appreciate it because guess what? It's been going this way the whole time. So what life does is it has its checks and balances. These hard times are coming, and you need the hard times to appreciate the good times. You need the clouds, and you need the rain to appreciate the sun and the flowers. It's just when it comes to prayer, though, just stay prayed up. Stay constant with it. Because the challenges of life are coming, whether you prayed up or not, they're coming. Understand that. You could pray every day, all day. When you get through praying every day, all day, something going to happen to you that's going to be challenging. Now, I would rather have been in communication with God on a regular than wait till every time something pop off to have to go to and reintroduce myself. Okay? I was over a little, little, little around the board with it today. But that's how it came to me, so there it is. I ain't mad at it. Y'all have a great day. We're going to have a good one today. Let's go. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. Ladies and gentlemen, may I have your undivided attention, please? This is the Steve Harvey Morning Show. What this simply means is that this is the show that comes on in the morning, and my name is Steve. That's all that means. <laughs> Don't read no more into this than actually is. <laughs> we here on this championship Monday. Uh-oh. Uh-oh. Let us begin, Shirley Strawberry. Good morning, Steve. Congratulations to the Cleveland Lakers. Thank you very much. Thank you very much. J. Anthony Brown. I am a Laker fan when they win. Go Lakers all the way, baby. All the way. Fairweather fan. Nephew Tommy. I'm in the building. I got about out. LeBron James, baby. You want it. You deserve it. It's yours. I didn't think you was going to get it, but you got it. So I bowed out. You You won. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I know you didn't think. I know you didn't think. What you thought was Houston. And I'm man. I didn't think it was Houston. I'm man enough to give it to the man. I care what I'm supposed to do. You ain't got nothing to do with this. He ain't from this. This is the Los Angeles Lakers. Okay, this is not the Cleveland Lakers. Brother, it's the Los Angeles Lakers. Brother. Okay. Brother. What? If it wasn't what? for brother. Cleveland, if it wasn't for Cleveland, how we produce them, there would be no championship this year for the Lakers. These is the Cleveland Lakers, though. Matter of fact, I don't even think he from Cleveland. <laughs> Well, we know he, he, he ain't from, from Ohio, Houston. but he ain't from Cleveland. Dog, right? no, he's Akron, from Akron. Akron, right there, and he played for Cleveland. All them years in Cleveland. He from he's Cleveland, from dog. He from Akron. Dog, Akron is right there. <laughs> I, I, I don't care about right there. I don't hey. care nothing about no right there. 
We from Akron. Your we ass is from Welch, West Virginia. So hey, let's dog, just, I'm if a, you want to start being Jim, I'm going to go with Tommy hey, on that one. Hey, hey you can go with Tommy on it because you don't know nothing I'm about heard. sports no damn way. But I but have listen heard, right here. I've, I've heard but I'll tell you, right I tell, there, oh, and oh, that oh, didn't work. Guys, I'll we're tell just you starting. What, no, no, Shirley, Shirley, I got this. I handle blow you two idiots by my damn self. We know he ain't from Houston. Well, hey, damn where I'm from. This ain't about where I'm from. We know his ass ain't from Houston. We okay. know his ass ain't from Texas. And we know I his ass ain't Cleveland. from Cleveland. Nah, Everybody know that. Cleveland, Cleveland okay. Lakers, like I said. He like I from said. Akron. He could Houston be the Akron Lakers. Lakers. It could be and the Akron Lakers. And only won one football game, and that was yesterday. You just won that. That's why you got your little high ass up on your back. You just finally started winning some games after 30 years, so we, you can shut we, the hell up. Excuse me, excuse me. We've won four in a row. Okay. Excuse me. And okay. we have a, a title more recently than does Houston in basketball. Thank you. Thank you. And, and, and y'all's little yeah. championship got took from y'all because your punk ass cheated. We ain't cheated and ain't took nothing. We still got everything we got. And they back in the playoffs again, the Astros. Yes, so you, you do if you're talking to me. Astros cheated the whole damn time. He's, I ain't gonna take this from winner. somebody from Welch, West Virginia. Don't nobody know where the hell that's at. So not. I promise you, you don't know I'm, where Welch is. I'm from Kiss My but Ass, Texas. That's what, where I'm from. That's where I'm from. And that's and that's how y'all play too. <laughs> All right, look, we gotta get out of here, guys. Coming up at 32 minutes after the hour, it's Ask the CLO right after this. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. All right, Steve, time for your favorite segment. It's called Ask the CLO, the Chief Love Officer Clo, as your nephew calls it. Uh, are you ready, sir? Bowling. This one mm. is from Mary in Queens. It says, I'm 41 years old, and I've been engaged to my man for six years. <laughs> Wait, slow down, Shirley. Slow right. down. Take your time. When you say Mary, let him breathe for a minute. I know. Let him I have know. it. I tried. That's why I did it quickly, so it could just he, but he's go right by. It. He's- <laughs> All right. In Queens, uh, I'm, 40, I'm 41 years old and I've been engaged to my man for six years and I won't marry him because I cannot stand his kids. He has three teenage daughters and when we met, I told him he needed to start disciplining them while they were young. They will sneak out of the house, take his car, talk back to him, and they don't clean up. They had one chance to try me, and I popped one of them in the mouth so they would know I don't play. How can I get him to take control? If he won't, does it mean he doesn't love me? Well, it's not that. He just doesn't know how to parent. He's He's just, he don't know how to handle them girls. He's a man, and he doesn't know he's afraid to discipline he's he wants to be disney dad obviously my question is do you live with him um i don't know what the situation is so the really the bottom line is why are we talking about this you've been engaged for six years, <laughs> six years. and you're not gonna marry him because he won't discipline dad, and they got teenage daughters he's not gonna discipline them and looks like you're not gonna get married yep so where we at now yeah. moving on i have no idea <laughs> Where we at now? Yeah, it sounds like she wants him to make a choice too, Steve, between her and the daughters. No, no. See, you can't. You can't ask a person to do that. Mm -hmm. 
And you can't be hitting kids, kids, uh, people's kids in the mouth. Uh uh. But you don't know what they did to her. But still, that was. mm -mm. Oh, I understand it. Yeah, yeah. I ain't said nothing to her about hitting them in the mouth. Right. I guess I should have as a person with an advice segment on the radio, but I'm not going to, you know. Best part of the letter was when you fired off on one of them in that jaw. We don't think necessarily violence is the way, but something needs to be done. And like you say, it doesn't look like she's going to marry him. Uh, Cortland in Texas says, I'm 32 and my wife is 30 years old and she likes to shop at stores that sell skimpy and cheap clothes. This started during the quarantine, and she ordered a lot of trendy cut-off tops and super short shorts. She dresses like this to run errands with me, and I see how people look at her. I thought I'd catch a break because of the cooler weather, but she just switched to wearing super tight leggings and short jackets. A lot of the clothes are thin and see-through, and she's a little overweight. Mm, How can I tell her that she is too big for these styles without very carefully listen to this without hurting her feelings. Oh, dog, that ain't no <laughs> Without statement. hurting her feelings. Boy, yes. what? There's no words for this. <laughs> right. There's no, there's no tender way to say, baby, I love you. I really do. You know, your weight then got out of hand and you wearing these tight ass clothes and, you know, you they, you stretching the fabric. Mm. We can see your skin and people starting to look at you. And you're embarrassed. It's no way. <laughs> hey, you know what? Uh, <laughs> man, I love everything about you except oh, you do. one thing. You do. You do. Except you do. one thing. Well, what's that? Do we have cook uh-huh. something like that? You like cook? No, no. It's you. Know, you know your clothes you've been buying lately. Yeah. You like? <laughs> I mean, no. I ain't saying. Is that a good like or a bad? No, I mean, you know they tight. Yeah, well, yeah, tight. yeah. I think yeah. I have a nice yeah. figure. Right, and right. I wanted to show it off. Well, had, mm. huh? Had, had, had nice with Okay, I'm gonna read this one more time without hurting her feelings. <laughs> yeah, there is no way. That's no way. <laughs> read that, it again, that, sir. That's no way to read this letter without you getting hurt. <laughs> How can I tell her that she is too big for these styles without hurting her feelings? Now, you gonna have to hurt her, dog. <laughs> no. If you don't hurt her, she gonna keep going. You can't dance around facts. It's, you gotta crush it's her. his wife. It's his wife. Baby. His jeans make my Baby, butt look come big. on now. People talking. <laughs> hey, man, the hell are you looking at? <laughs> exactly. See, baby, there they That's go again. They looking at you. <laughs> the way she dresses puts him in a position where he might have to fight. No, she I mean, but so bro. She looks so good. Bruh, you had to go on it. Just do it. You it's not gonna. You gonna have to hurt a few. What? Without. <laughs> there ain't no without. Okay. You're not getting out of this one clean. I don't care how you do it, say mm-hmm. it, or present it. This is a problem, and it's yours. Woo! Mm. All right. Yeah, you heard. You Come heard the see. CLO. Hey, am I trying to save you? Lamont and Gary. That's a good name, Steve Lamont. Lamont. Lamont and Gary says, I'm 66, and I was set up on a blind date with a 61-year-old woman. We hit it off, but on our first date, she had three glasses of Remy. Neat. She started slurring her words, so I ended the date. I tried for a second date, and that time, she had three Long Island 
iced teas at dinner. I had a Coke. I asked her if she was a big drinker, and she said she has a cocktail nightly to relax. It's hard meeting a woman at my age. Besides her drinking, we had a good time. Should I leave her alone or try to make this work? Mm. I don't know what to tell you, dog. You just said it's hard meeting women at your age. You you meet one that drank heavy. You know, three long and ice, three Long Island iced tea, and one every night to relax. Yeah, that's what I was every say. night. That's a lot, that's a lot. No, anybody drink every night to go to sleep. You ain't even been around her in the daytime. You don't know what she doing to get you. <laughs> so should he leave her alone or try and make it work? No, dog, it ain't going nowhere. Y'all have a nice time. Just had a nice time. It just ain't going nowhere. All right. All right, there you go. Thank you, CLO, as always. Coming up next. get drunk and slap the sugar honey iced tea out <laughs> Oh, you scared me right there. I know, you I know. You scared me. <laughs> it's Monday morning, so you know what that means. Reverend Motown, Deacon Def Jam, in the building with church complaints right after this. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. Coming up at the top of the hour, Miss Ann is here. She's continuing her series, Why We Vote. Today's segment is called pre Judential, Black America, and Presidents. You don't want to miss it. Plus, inside of entertainment news, we'll have celebrity wedding and some baby news. But it's Monday, so it's time now for Reverend Motown and Deacon Def Jam with Church Complaints. For the fault, bear with us as we venture into another Monday. That's right. Filled with discontent and retribution. Retribution. Asking you to bless Def Jam as he brings forth a multitude of these damn complaints. Go ahead, D. Yeah, Yeah, I'm Def Jam, and he's Motown, and this is the jackpot joint of Jerusalem. Ching, ching. A little slow there, but hallelujah. That's because I had decided not to do it today. Oh. And I, don't ever uh, call for the money sign again. Oh, really? uh, uh, okay. We stopped doing uh, the COVID sign, Deacon, due to the lack of contributions during COVID. Oh. Well, it's we don't funny get that some we... more money coming in here. We're going to quit calling ourselves the jackpot joint of Jerusalem. We're just going to be the joint. <laughs> uh, well, from my understanding, you still got a, uh, you don't have a building fund. You got a home fund now, but you don't want to answer those questions. Well, let's keep it moving. Uh, uh, the after church Zoom happy hour is out of control. Uh, as you signed off, Pastor, uh, yesterday, it got crunk. Brother Travis opened up a bottle of Tango Ray and Sister Diamond started twerking and church members started wilding out completely. Now, do we want to cancel this happy hour after church, or do you want to continue to let this happen? It's out of control. I've, I've not been involved in any of the <laughs> Zoom alcohol beverage or things. Yeah. That's yeah, an auxiliary or thing that's ran by you, and how do you feel about I, it? I don't, I, I think it's out of control and I think we need to shut it down because it, it, it goes on for two and three hours after service on Zoom. They partying and partying. Well, then you get on there and you shut it down. You get on there and you shut it down. Uh, when, 
You are the pastor. I brings it to you. You decide. You brought it to me. I don't give a damn. You shut it down. Why? 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 Why do I feel like me and you is arguing though? Why do I feel like that? Oh, it's not an argument, my my beloved or deacon. It's just your responsibility to shut it down. I don't care. All right, all right. I handle it. Uh, let's move on. Ain't like you taking up offering. No, I'm not. I'm not taking up offering. Well, I don't even know what to do. Okay. Uh, well, here's the problem. Another problem. All the black people who attended Trump rallies are asking for forgiveness. Uh, Sister Sarah Peters told them to kiss her ass, but that's up to you, Pastor, on what you want to do with these people. But they right. all have come to... The, Asking for forgiveness. I am uh, in in concurrence with uh, Sister Peters. <laughs> Matter of fact, you can kiss our whole entire mm. center point included. Definitely. Huh? You want put me to mine, tell him that? Put mine in a box, kiss every corner. Mm. <laughs> wow. <laughs> <laughs> What kind of church is Make it this? Seal it shut like an envelope. <laughs> okay. Uh, all right, Pastor. Moving right along. Uh, let's see here. Uh, this is the third Sunday in a row that someone is watching service on Zoom, butt naked. Now we don't know who it is because she oh. has a mask on. She has a rose <laughs> tattoo on. A rose tattoo on her left shoulder, but at this point, Pastor, we do not know who it is that's sitting there doing the whole service naked. What do you want to do about this? Because I don't, I, I, I can't call this. Well, I, I think that would be Sister Rose, don't you? <laughs> well, yeah, you can call it Sister Rose, but I don't know. I that's... mean, you, we have a Sister Rose. She got we a rose have a tattoo Sister Rose, on but. I don't know if Sister Rose has a tattoo on her shoulder. I have well, she had the same same uh, complexion. I've watched wow. the Zoom. So you've I been looking at the naked lady. I know good hell well. Screenshot. I know good well as Sister Rose. <laughs> How? Because I can just tell by where she is. Nah. Okay. Okay, so you want to continue to let her sit there on Sunday uh, naked? How do you want to handle it? I'm like shocked. You're not. I'm not. I'm not bothered by this. Oh, you! I thought so this you, was church complaints. I'm complaining about a woman sitting there naked doing service. Well, I have you, not noticed it. Why are we all still on this? Leave Sister Rose alone. Sister Rose not bothering you. She's in here for the word, not deep. Mm. But what you're telling me Amen, is you Pastor. like what you see. I don't care nothing about what I see. <laughs> okay, Pastor. Oh, you are difficult today. But anyway, let me keep it moving. Uh, here's a problem. Yesterday was not Men's Day Sunday on Zoom. It was the uh, No Wig, No Weave Challenge. Now, most of the people you saw were females, but Pastor, you kept addressing people as deacons and brothers, and that's not what that was on the, on the screen. Well, I'm Those sorry. I'm sorry. Call it like I see it. I can't help it. Let's yeah. get these wigs yeah. back on. Yeah. yeah, it was no weave, no wig day. And well, now, we need uh, to cut half. We need to stop having that. <laughs> no wigs, no weave. Don't look like we got no women. <laughs>
All right, now. Nah, nah, no weave, no wig, no makeup, no lashes. Yeah, that's what it was. No, they Why? had no lashes either. That's right. Yeah. And they was. And they, 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 they five of them didn't even draw their eyebrows on. <laughs> I thought I was preaching in front of a bunch of emojis. I said, oh, damn it, they was yellow. I'm getting out of this. I would have just went LOL. Like <laughs> I'm getting out. All right, Pastor, we got another issue here. Uh, Brother Marvin Demerson, uh, as you know, is 943 pounds, has been moved from his house by the fire department. Uh, he's on the back of the fire truck. They was taking him to the supermarket, but the axle has given out on the fire truck. Brother mm -hmm. Marvin is asking, can the church send one of our vans to pick him up? We don't have so. a van for him. Oh. <laughs> no, but we how's don't. He, what's I don't happen? know. I don't, I don't know why they're taking him to the supermarket. Well, he want, he's he's trying to, he's, he's on a diet, so he's trying to eat healthy, Pastor. No, he's not. The last time we pushed <laughs> Brother Marvin down the house, he was just raking stuff off. <laughs> Uh, Ate his fat ass to sleep. And we gotta go. Coming up at the top of the hour, entertainment and, and national we news. We gotta go, and he gonna be gone in a minute. Miss <laughs> Ann is coming up with her special voting series, "Why We Vote." Right after this, you're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. Well, today and every Monday until the election, our news director, Miss Ann Tripp, hosts a series called "Why We Vote." Today's segment is Prejudential Black America and Presidents. Please stand by for Miss Ann's Why We Vote series. But in today's entertainment news, Cynthia Bailey and Mike Hill are officially married. The couple tied the knot in front of 250 guests in Ackworth, Georgia. Real Housewives. You want COVID? Yeah, yeah. Well, they, they had uh, precautions. Yeah, they did. Uh, I'm going to tell you who all was there, what but they had all kinds of had. precautions. They had You like had to wear what? masks. You had to be tested. I mean, you know, she had been planning this for quite some time because she really wanted that date, 10, 10, 20. Real Housewives of Atlanta star Candy Burris, Kenya Moore, Eva Marcel, uh, they served as Can uh, Cynthia's bridesmaids. The Real Housewives of Atlanta cameras were rolling, so Cynthia will make history. She'll be the only housewife to have gotten married twice on a housewives show. Wow. Because remember, yeah. back in the day, yeah, um, yeah she married uh, her first husband, yeah. Peter? Mm. Peter, yeah. And then Cardi B, Cardi B celebrated her 28th birthday. Would well, get this, her husband, Offset. They are not yet divorced. Uh, they have filed, though. Uh, Cardi B, Offset, Meg The Stallion, Your Baby, uh, Jay, and yeah. others celebrated uh, together at a strip club and then continued the party Ooh. at a private residence. Oh, yes. Oh, yes. They're doing at a strip things out club? here. Yes, yes, yes. Uh, guess what Offset gave Cardi B for her birthday, though? Steve, you'll love this. A Rolls Royce. Okay, a beautiful Rolls Royce that has her daughter's name, Culture, embroidered in the headrest. Wow. That'll set it off. That's what that is. <laughs> yeah. You got to do that all that. That won't get you back in the house, but that's nice. Well, I don't know, Jay. We're not sure if they're still getting a divorce because the, the photos from the party, I mean, it looks like they may be working things out. There was a lot of kissing going on. Yeah. Put your money down. Put your money down. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Taking all bets. <laughs> <laughs> 
Some, <laughs> some baby news to report. Kelly Rowland, formerly of Destiny's Child, uh, revealed in the November issue of Women's Health magazine that she is expecting her second child with her husband, Tim Witherspoon. Weatherspoon. Uh, Kelly and Tim already have a five-year-old son. His name is Titan. And congratulations to them. What, yeah. what a sweetheart she is. Yeah, see, that wasn't at the strip the club yeah. or none of that. None of that. You see how they do that? That's how you... She's yeah. pregnant. Yeah, what, what are you saying? What are you saying? I don't get she, They should have celebrated her pregnancy. I mean, you, know, it's, it's, you, know, you know, we're in a totally club. different culture. Where Man. couples go to strip clubs. That's a totally different culture. That's crazy. They go, oh, you they mean, throw yeah. Parties yeah. At, girl, girls throw parties at strip clubs. Mm-hmm. All the mm-hmm. time. Yeah. And the wings this are is, so good. Oh, my God. The wings are good. They, we gonna, but, Jay, we're going to have to quit blaming it on the wings. Now, them wings are good. They <laughs> finally. Good. We finally the truth. We got to blaming it on these damn wings. <laughs> finally the truth. Okay. <laughs> wings they didn't serve wing, food though. in there. <laughs> it would be the same crowd. Right. <laughs> exactly. So Next week, saying- we got a special on burger booties. Burger booties will be late, late <laughs> ladies and gentlemen. So, Steve, you were saying that it's a totally different culture because couples go to strip clubs now. That's a big thing. I mean, look, I mean, I mean, what they're doing now is it's just different, man. It's, mm-hmm. it's just it's, it's different. I done stopped talking about it because it ain't changing. Yeah. Do, do you. They throw birthday parties at strip clubs, women. Absolutely. Everybody. Yeah. It's crazy. Mm-hmm. All right, Steve, let's check in with Miss Ann now. With her very, very wonderful special, Why We Vote, Miss Ann Tripp. Thanks very much, Steve Shirley. Thank you, everybody. Senate confirmation hearings, first of all, set to begin today for President Trump's Supreme Court nominee, Amy Coney Barrett. In prepared remarks, she claims she would rule based on the law and not her personal views. That's what she says. President Trump goes back on the campaign trail today. He's holding a rally in Florida, his first since contracting corona. But he spoke about about 100 supporters at the White House on Saturday. First of all, I'm feeling great. I don't know about you. How is everyone feeling? Good. I want to thank all of you for your prayers. I know you've been praying, and I was in that hospital. I was watching down over so many people. Watching down. Anyway, he says he's immune. That's what he says. By the way, speaking of presidents... This is Ann Tripp with Why We Vote. Margaret Kimberly is the author of Prejudential, Black America and the Presidents. The story of black people and the presidents is a story of uh, fighting against racism at the very top. Anti-black racism is foundational to this nation. The first 12 presidents, 10 of them were slaveholders. George Washington was in that group. We're always told about his dentures being made of wood, and that's not true. Some of the teeth came from the people he owned. He actually took teeth out of their mouths to transplant in, in his own mouth. Thomas Jefferson was a hypocrite. We know about Sally Hemings. They had five children together. Her father was a white man and was also the father of uh, Jefferson's wife. We were taught that uh, Lincoln was the great emancipator, but whenever Union lines approached, enslaved people would run to Union lines in an attempt to escape. Lincoln's policy was to return them to their slaveholders. There was even one colony established off the coast of Haiti where they sent several hundred people. And that was the beginning of his plan to empty the nation of black people. 
neither he nor any of these people should be admired. And all their monuments should come down. And we should take their faces off of the money. That's why I wrote the book. It's important to know this history. You who solemnly swear, you will faithfully... That was Margaret Kimberly, author of Prejudential, Black America and the Presidents. So why do we vote? Because we got very little help from the Oval Office. This is Ann Tripp. Matt, speaking of presidents, now back to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. President Trump greeted several hundred supporters gathered on the South Lawn of the White House from a balcony on Saturday in what he called a peaceful protest in honor of law and order. This was his first big public appearance since he was hospitalized with the coronavirus. Trump told the crowd, I'm feeling great. I know you've been praying and I was in that hospital. I was watching down over so many people. What? (laughs) He was watching down on people. Uh, He mentioned that there is a coronavirus pandemic which is flaring up in several states and around the globe and once again insisted it's going to disappear. It is disappearing. The president is planning trips to battleground states this week starting today in Florida. So he Mm. just can't be stopped. So say what you want to say. Hadn't disappeared out the White House. Yeah. Just showed up. Yeah, they're calling him the super spreader. Yeah, he is a super spreader. Mm-hmm. Didn't he say he was immune to? He said that. He well. said anything you can think of that's not true. Mm, yes. <laughs> so. You know, there's no global warming. All these protests are violent. Everything he says, he just, he doesn't care. Mexicans yeah. don't pay for the wall. Yeah. There's no knowledge. All of that. Yeah. Yeah, he said a lot. He said a whole lot. Um, uh, Joe Biden, the polls show that he's still leading in the polls. So maybe that's why, you know, the president is so desperate. But to I don't want here. us to take for granted these polls. Yeah. Because Hillary was leading last time, too. Mm-hmm. No, man, we're going to the polls because we yeah. are tired of you treating us like we're trash, like we don't matter. Mm-hmm. I don't care how we do it. To you, we don't matter. You don't even mention Black Lives Matter. You know he doesn't mention anything about a cause. All the causes he's taken up to stop has got something to do with people of color. Every last one of them: the DACA, the wall, yep. the banning well, the Muslims, the anti-Black Lives Matter. Right, right. Colin Kaepernick. Mm-hmm. NBA players kneeling. I don't care what it is. All of his rally cries got something to do with people of color. Yeah, I know what you meant. But what about last week calling Kamala Harris a monster? Because he just, he finds labels, man, that he sticks with his his ignorant base. Let me ask you this. How many people are in a poll? I've never understood. I don't know. Yeah, they they usually tell you, but, you know... I've I've never known anyone who's been polled. I but they never do been take polled. polls, and, and polls can be all different sizes and all different kinds of people. You know, we're moving on. Coming up at 34 minutes after the hour, some sad news to report: the infamous fly from last week's vice presidential debate. He's died, and we'll celebrate his life right after this. <laughs> You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. The funeral for the fly from the VP debate. 
the fly, the flies did. Mm-hmm. Uh, we're having his funeral on Sunday. Yeah. We are gathered here today for the passing of Fly, a.k.a. Super, as in Fly, a.k.a. House, as in Fly, a.k.a. Fruit, <laughs> Come on, as in fly. Yeah. Teach as in fly. And of course, my favorite, I refer to him as so, so fly. Mm. <laughs> but we all knew him as DJ Young. <laughs> While his three days on earth went by extremely fast. He led a glorious life. Yes, he did. Made his way from Florida baggage claim. Mm -hmm. To where he made it to the top of the vice president's head. Take your time now. We will now hear from one of his closest friends. If you will, please come forward. We're going to hear from Mosquito. First, first, first of all, I like to say that that that, that uh, Housefly was one of my one of my greatest friends. We were friends for a long time, for the whole three days that he was here. You know that that one of my greatest people right there. And this for him to be for for him to be gone already, because I mean there was a lot of things that he and I wanted to do together. You know, a lot of stuff that we supposed to, we were gonna land on. We were gonna be you know I'm be sorry. around a lot of sugar on and iced tea, but we never did. I'm sorry. It just, it just didn't go the way that me and me and House thought we was going to do. You know, we thought we were going to do a lot of things in this world and that we didn't get to do it. Oh, but I I just want to say on the, on the, just from all the mosquitoes and all the stingers out there yes. that we love, we, we love all the flies. All the mosquitoes and flies will reunite together and become one because we all, we're all friends like that, you know. We just, Come on, we just, mosquito. We just... I just want to say House was one of my greatest friends, one of my yes. greatest friends for, for three days like that. Just, but for him to be gone, it just, it just, it just, it's just so hard, it's so difficult, you know? Thank you. So, so just, just from all the mosquitoes, I just want to say we, we, we love House and we love all the House flies. So there you go, that's, that's all I got to say. All stingers up, baby, all stingers up. Thank you, thank you. Thank you, thank you, Mosquito. That was great and also touching. Your words had a lot biting. Not my baby. Not my baby. That's my fly. Uh, oh, Mr. and Mrs., that, that's not your fly. Oh, this is a 2.30 service. Your, 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 your son services at 4.30, ma'am. Well, I'm not doing that again. I hope they heard it. No, okay, well. Okay. Now we will hear from someone who went to school with him. Please give it up for Killer B. Oh. Hey, look at you. Uh, 
Like I say though, me and House was like really, 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 really close. You know what I'm saying? Like this here, me and House was like, you know, we was tight like this. So for him to be, you know, the lead this world so early after three days, you know, that right there, that just shook me right there. Yes. You know, so like I say though, that's my boy, you know, rest in peace or whatever. And uh, <laughs> I, I just, man, house was house was good. Uh, hold on um, now, oh, uh, uh, Killer B, we gonna yeah, do something that yeah. very rarely gets done in a funeral. We gonna take a commercial break <laughs> and come back with more of this what? wonderful <laughs> funeral. Oh Lord Jesus, we'll be right back with a song. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. Where's the organ? That, 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 uh, there it is, Pastor. We we is going back to the sermon. Funeral song. Funeral. There we go. This is so sad. <laughs> now, thank you. We had to cut off uh, Killer B. He going a little long. He must have thought this was a black funeral. Yeah. This is a fly funeral. Supposed to be three minutes, though. I'm well, three minutes, you, hear, you don't get three minutes if somebody only lives three days. <laughs> <laughs> Let us begin with a song. We're going to close this thing out with a song uh, by our own beloved uh, Deacon. Mm. I feel like <laughs> flying home. <laughs> From the fine heartbeat. Yes. Lying home. Oh, sing, sing, oh I landed on the vice president's head. Only three days on this earth. Now I'm dead. Sing. Feel like. Yes, sir. Feel like. Come on. Feel like. Make, make a feel. I feel like. <laughs> This is a black funeral. Lying home. Show you wonderful. That was good. This concludes the service that we have. Um, Will the six pallbearers come up and fly the body away? Remember, uh, the repast is going to be down at Timmy's Barbecue Rib Shack. All bugs is invited. Well, someone shut that woman up from crying. I done told you, this ain't, you ain't at the right funeral. All right. <laughs> Coming up at the top of the hour, uh, it's our strawberry letter about four minutes after. Subject, his wife called while we were in his car. We'll get to that. But first, here's the nephew with today's prank phone call. What you got for us, Nath? Boogie snitching. Boogie snitching. Let's go, cat dog. Boogie snitching. Hello. Come on. Man, I speak to Boogie. Yeah, this Boogie. Hey, Boogie, this KB. Let me ask you something, man. How you get out of jail before Marcus got out of jail? How y'all go to jail at the same time, but you get out a month before him and he's still in there? Hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. Who is this? This KB. This Marcus' brother. Tell me how you get out of jail, but Mark is still in there, and you've been out over a month now. They say you. Hold up, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. No, they say you snitching, Buggy. Snitching. 
That's what's going on. You up in there snitching. Hold on, bro. Hold on. You slow, slow it down. Slow it down a little bit, man. Hold up. You know what? I really don't need to be having this conversation with you, but you coming at me like this. It's called bail. How you, how, you out, how you out on bail, but Mark is still in there? Tell me that, Boogie. Man, how you going to call me with You know what? You know what? I ain't even finna trip with you, but you... Now, this. Hold on. Let me, hold on. Let me pull those. Right. Yeah. All I know is they the one saying you the one that snitched on my brother, and that's why he's still in there, and you out. Right. I don't know where you getting this from, but I'm going to tell you what. I had to go to work. I need to get... Out of there. But you ain't you ain't hear me. I went to jail too. Boogie, you gonna mess around and get your ass whooped for snitching, man? Cause that's what you've been out there doing. Man, what what the f is you talking about? You been out there snitching. That's why you out and my brother Marcus is still in there. You know, it, you know what? You know what? It's called bail. That's what it's called. It's called bail. I had to go to work. I don't know what you tripping on. All I'm tripping on is that the fact that you out and my brother ain't out. He's still in there. Dog, I'm going to tell you something. I'm looking for you, Buggy. You hear me? I'm looking for you, now, man. You, but, you, but you know you know where I'm at. You know where I'm at. You know what? Since you, since you run around here like a little b like he is, let me tell you what happened. Let me tell you what happened. All I want to do is go get me a a beer. I jump in the car, and then I was getting your mama some cigarettes. So how you coming at me like that? Okay. I jump you... in the car with him, and them Blaze up one. I told him, "Nah, dog, put that out. We just going around the corner." But now he go, he stop putting it out in the car. He throw the shit out the window. Now we get pulled over. Hell yeah, I jumped out the car. He told the law. I don't got shit to do with this. Who was smoking? You or Marcus? I don't even smoke, dog. I had to go to work. I go to work. I I can't deal with that. I told them dudes to put it out. Damn it, law pulled over. They searched the damn car. How the hell you gonna be riding like that? And Lowe's pull you over, they pop open the trunk. You got a big-ass speaker box there, back there with no damn wires on. How the hell you figure? I'm a snitch. It don't take no damn rock scientists to know you got some shit back there. Hell yeah, I got out there. Man, them <laughs> had me in that drinking water out of the toilet. Hey, man, don't come at me that like that. You you want to come in, you know exactly where I'm at. So just because they got you up in there drinking water out of the toilet, you're going to come up and start snitching on everybody. You know what? You, 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 I had to go to work. Hell, hell, I used all my damn money trying to get out of there on some Oh, this can't be about you got to go to work. That can't be about you got to have some heart somewhere, dog. Coming at me like that, I was just going to the store. Can I say something to you, man? I want to look. No, you, you know what? You can't say, let, let me take, let me tell you, let me get you, shoot you something. Since you're going to be the middle man, let me shoot you a thing or two. Tell, tell your brother, just don't drop the soap. No, he ain't going to drop the soap. I'm going to oh, make yeah. sure, I'm going to make sure my, so my brother, no, 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 listen to me, No, 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 I'm going to tell you, dog, and I'm going to tell you this. What you got to tell me? What you got to tell me? I'm going to tell your boss everything about you, and then you're going to lose your little damn job. Oh, no, it, it can't be. You can, dog, you know what? What you, you stuttering for? Me. What you, you stuttering for? I can't believe you calling me with no like this. Just lose my number. Don't call me no more behind this. Let me say something to you right now, Boogie. What you got to say? This nephew Tommy from the Steve Harvey Morning Show, you just got pranked. Oh, <laughs> oh man. Boogie, you 
opposite do me like that, dog. You know this <laughs> this ain't nothing to play with. This ain't this ain't nothing to really play with. All right, Boogie Man. I'm sorry, dog. You you okay, Boogie? No, no, I am, dog. You know what? I I listen to you, man. You ain't supposed to do no bro like that, dog. We supposed to be real. You don't do me like that, man. I put I put this dude on blast. Hey, hey, man. Look here, yo, boy. Shannon, he said he your best friend. Shannon is the one that put me up to this, dog. <laughs> man, you know what? Is that your boy? Is that your best friend, Shannon? Man, he, man why y'all do me like this? Yeah, I'm going to take care of Shannon. I got him. <laughs> man, y'all, I just know. <laughs> hey, let me ask you this. What is the baddest radio show in the land? Oh, man, the Steve Harvey Morning Show. <laughs> Did I get you? Did I get you? Hey, you know what? You got me. I, that's and all man, I want. You know, on top of it, you got you got a whole bunch of people. You that's why. <laughs> <laughs> but now you one of them. This <laughs> <laughs> what I do. It's what I do. King of pranks. Come on now. <laughs> you messing with you somebody? You call somebody in that just got out of jail? Yeah, come on, come on. hello. Come if on you go now. to jail, you're not safe. <laughs> Damn. Damn. Stitches get well, you, stitches well, and you call so somebody do pranksters. <laughs> you doing something, baby. He had to go to work, though. I like that in He's him. like, I had to go to work, dude. Yeah. I'm, I'm, I'm snitching on everybody so I can get my ass. I'm not losing mm-hmm. my job. Right. Do what you got to do. Yeah, That's that nephew, baby. I keep it stupid. I keep it ignorant. I make it do what it do. You want to go? You want to roll with me? ThomasMiles.com. Go down there. Click on that prank button. Leave me all your information. Let's see if we can make something happen. That's how I get down. ThomasMiles.com. I am the greatest at stupidity worldwide. Yes, you are. Yes, no arguments. Are. No arguments from the crew. Worldwide. <laughs> All right, nephew, thank you. Coming up next, Strawberry Letter. Uh, My subject for today is his wife called while we were in the car. We'll get into that right after this. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. Well, guys, we are just three weeks away, three weeks from the November 3rd election, but you can still vote early. You can do it. A lot of people have already voted. A lot of people are going in tomorrow, this week, all of that. Go to vote.org to find out when you can vote early in your state. We want everyone to vote early. Please plan this to vote early. Know where you're going, know what you're going to wear, know who you're going to vote for. Yeah, and uh, Georgia, too, I believe. Yes. All right, Um, please, let's get this done and let's get this out of the way, okay? Time now for today's Strawberry Letter. If you need advice on relationships, dating, work, sex, parenting, and more, please submit your Strawberry Letter to steveharveyfm.com and click Submit Strawberry Letter. We could be reading your letter live on the air, just like we're going to read this one right here, right now. Buckle up and hold on tight. We got it for you. Here it is, the strawberry letter. Subject, his wife called while we were in his car. Dear Stephen Shirley, I'm a single mom and I met a great guy at work. We dealt with each other for a month and the sex was really good. But I found out he was married. One day while we were in the car, in his car having sex in the parking lot at work, I asked him to turn on the air conditioner so we could cool off. He cranked the car up and his Bluetooth was connected to his phone, so we listened to some 90 slow jams and kept on having sex. 
Right when it was getting good, his phone rang, and he tried to hit the decline button to ignore the call, but instead he answered it. The caller ID read Mrs. Patton, and he looked like he'd seen a ghost. I asked, who is Mrs. Patterson? And he put his hands over my mouth. The lady said, I'm his wife. She asked who I was, and I said I was his co-worker, and I did not know he was married. She asked me what was I doing in her car, and I told her exactly what I was doing in her car. I told her that her husband likes to have sex with me in the car, and now I know why, because he's married. She said she'd deal with him later, and she thanked me for being honest. He was furious with me, and on the next day, he told me I talked too much, and I almost got him put out. I told him I was sorry, and I'd make it up to him. What? At lunchtime, uh, we went back to his car so I could make up for what I did the day before. After that, I told him we were done, and I started avoiding him at work. Two weeks passed, and he called to say that his wife is done with him, and he wants a second chance with me. I do miss him and the sex. Should I believe this liar, or do I contact his wife first to make sure the coast is clear? Girl, you already have done enough damage. You talked to his wife. Don't, don't do that, okay? Leave his wife out of the situation, and you need to leave him out of the situation. He didn't tell you he was married. He put his hand over your mouth when his wife called. Uh, I mean, he relegates you to having sex with him in his car. You should value yourself more than that. Let's not be stupid here, okay? I mean, and how can you believe anything that comes out of his mouth? I mean, he hasn't exactly been forthcoming with his information, and definitely he hasn't told you the truth. He told you you talked too much. You should have told him he didn't talk enough. He conveniently left out the fact that he was married. But I, I blame you too because you guys worked together. You could have found out a lot of stuff if you just, you know, would take the time uh, to investigate a, a bit. You, you should have done a little more homework here. I, I said it before. I'll say it again. You should value yourself way more than uh, a lunchtime quickie in the parking lot, in the car. Uh, and you don't have anything to make up to him, but you did it anyway. Once again, lunchtime in the car, in the parking lot. You've got to stop that. Uh, you know, you can do what you, what you, what your first mind told you to do. And that's avoid him at work. Okay. Uh, all of that. You could do all of that. And that's what you need to do. You need to leave this guy alone, whether he's divorced or not, because who knows, uh, if he is divorced what he will do for you to you if you guys get together. Don't you think he'll cheat on you too? Come on now. Steve. Well, let's let's just get right to it. His wife called while we was in his car. First, you weren't just in the car. Right. <laughs> the letter ain't about y'all being in the car. <laughs> the letter is about what the hell was happening in the damn car. <laughs> that you go in there all the time. You met a great guy at work. Ugh. He's a great guy. You met him at work and y'all dealt with each other for a month and the sex was really good, but I found out he was married. One day we was in his car having sex in the parking lot at work. Well, okay. Now the great guy you met only had sex with you in the parking lot at work. Right. Great guy. I asked him one while we was in the car having sex, in the parking lot, you asked him to turn on the air conditioner so we could cool off. Mm. 
Y'all just up in there. Y'all just up in there just, just drawing heat. Y'all just up in there, man. All the whoop. Can somebody cut on this ad here? So he cranked the car, and the Bluetooth was connected to his phone. Mm-hmm. I've done this before. The Bluetooth connected to the phone, yeah. and I didn't know it. Oh. But it just scared me because I was driving the car, and all of a sudden the phone rang, and I didn't know how the hell it was ringing in my damn car. Uh-huh. I just didn't know. But, of course, I didn't have this here going on. I wasn't parked in the parking lot with a coworker at work. And y'all listen to slow jams and just having sex. You know, y'all in there like y'all at a room some damn yeah. My quit. What kind of car he got? Is this a 1990 Lincoln Town car? A big car. Huh? Is this a 76 Fleetwood Fodo Broham? I'm going to ignore how big this car got to be. Is this a pickup truck? Oh, Lord. Is y'all All right. truck, does he have a van? Hang on, Steve. We'll have part two of your response coming up in 23 minutes after the hour. Today's Strawberry Letter subject, his wife called while we were in his car. We'll get back into it right after this. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. All right, come on, Steve. Let's recap today's Strawberry Letter uh, subject, his wife called while we were in his car. Mm. Man, it got crazy in here. Yeah. Then this, this, this woman met this great guy at work. He's so great, they just have sex in the parking lot or the car. Mm-hmm. Now, and they had to cut the air conditioner on because they was having great sex in there, and they kept on having sex once they got the air cut on. Now, hold on. Uh-huh. My question was, what kind of car is this? I was thinking of 1990 Lincoln Town car. A big you know, car, something yeah. Something like that big car, Cattle uh-huh. Fleetwood, Brome, 76. Uh-huh. You know, with the feet on. You know. <laughs> he just say Brome. Yeah, uh, he did. You know, <laughs> Sedan DeVille, you know. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. You know. Bonneville with the bench seats. I don't know what you're driving, but anyway, let's see that here now. Anyway, the Bluetooth is on in the car and the phone rings. Yes. The caller ID said Miss Patton. And all of a sudden he looked like he seen the ghost. Mm-hmm. Then you said out loud, I asked who is Miss Patton. He put his hands over my mouth too damn late. Mm-hmm. Too damn late. The lady said, I'm his wife. And Ooh. then she asked who you was, and you said you was his co-worker that I didn't know he was married. Mm-hmm. She asked me what was I doing in her car, and then you told her exactly what you was doing. <laughs> Girl, exactly? <laughs> Come on, Steve. Come on. You told her everything? Uh-huh. Point blank? Sounds like it. Details? Mm-hmm. And then... Well, then I'm just up there. So then we cut the air on, you know, and I kept going because it was just about to get good when you called. So, <laughs> wow. And then, oh, God. So then she asked who you was. You said you was a co-worker. You told her what y'all was doing in the car. And then you told her that her husband liked to have sex with me in the car. And now I know why, because he's married. Mm-hmm. She said she'd deal with him later. And she thanked me for being honest. Mm. What? What kind of conversation y'all have? Thank you so much, baby. You know. (laughs) For your honesty. For your honesty. Maybe we have tea sometime. Yes. He was furious with me. And the next day he told me I talked too much. Mm. 
and almost got him put out. I told him I was sorry and I'd make it up to him at lunchtime. Y'all went back to his car so I could make up for what I did the day before. And after that, I told him we was done. That's how you apologize. And then I started avoiding him at work. Then two weeks passed, he called me, say his wife done with him and he wants a second chance with me. I do miss him and the sex in that hot car. Should I believe this liar or do I contact his wife first to make sure the coast is clear? What? Look, Shirley told you right. You don't call this man's woman to make sure the coast is clear. You went back in the car after you found out he was married. Mm-hmm. Now you're thinking about going back again. And married or not, it don't make you no damn difference. So stop trying to play righteous with this. Mm-hmm. You don't care about none of that. And why don't you just go on and do what you're going to do? But I think I think you're not a very nice person. I think you have low self-esteem. I think that you lower your values and standards, or you may not have any. You should develop some. And stop having sex in the car at lunch. Because mm-hmm. that's all you are now. In the parking lot, no less. You the lunch break. Mm-hmm. Ain't nothing like some good car, though. Shut up. That's some good car. Good car. Air blowing ain't nothing like some good car. Let's, let's, let's quit acting like these are, these, these are some young people talking. Y'all two old asses can't have sex in the car. No damn more. And you know it. No, you can't. We could do it in a van, though. We could, we got no, we yeah. still got van ability now. We still van ability. Okay? He's so stupid. If y'all old ass have sex in the van, it's going to need a lift on it. I disagree with you on that one, but I'm here to tell you. Yeah. Clean out the car and work it right. Y'all two old ass dudes gonna pull every charlie horse y'all got. <laughs> trying what to about a Winnebago it. though? Can it's we do Winnebago? Good. Can we do it's that? It's a car. It's a car, guys. It's a car. And Man. modern day cars have bucket seats. It's a book. <laughs> It's a good way to get a Charlie horse. Good way to get a Charlie horse. I'll go out for that. I'm with you. No, but for her, definitely not. She needs to get her self-esteem way up. Because she thanked you one time. The next time going to be that ass with Yep. Yep. And he's not divorced. You know he's not divorced. He's just Mm. telling her that so his... His lunch times won't change. Right. But let's be real though. How many of us been in the car and done it? I mean, let's not act like we ain't done it in the car. So in the car the... by myself. <laughs> wow. Well now hold on, Jay. Now wait. Now, now, Did Jay, he really now. just say that? <laughs> Jay, I was pumping it up, but not like that. I just, you Team Tommy. Left, Team Tommy. <laughs> <laughs> you took a hard left on me. <laughs> by yourself? All right. Listen, hit us up on Instagram uh, at Steve Harvey FM with your thoughts on today's Strawberry Letter. Check out the Strawberry Letter podcast on demand. Now, coming up next, the president says he's got a protective glow now, and he threw shade at VP Joe Biden. We'll talk about it right after this. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. Trump appeared at Maria Bartiromo's 
Fox News Channel show Sunday Morning Futures and says he now has a protective glow and he threw shade at Joe Biden by saying, it seems like I'm immune so I can go uh, way out of the basement. Fact is, of course, Vice President Biden has been out of his basement for weeks now. Uh, He's been able to campaign because he's been wearing masks and, of course, socially distancing. Um, So he didn't get COVID, Mr. President, and end up hospitalized. new glow that he has is mo orange makeup (laughs) 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 that's it steve that's it uh trump's attitude toward his whole covid treatment dutch boy (laughs) yeah Yeah, he switched from sherman williams (laughs) that's all it is But his his whole attitude toward his COVID treatment has alarmed doctors and scientists who believe he continues to send an incorrect and dangerous message about the perils of COVID. He's also oblivious to the fact that he's gotten better medical care than virtually any other American on Earth. Period. Yes. On Earth. Come on now. He's misquoted uh, Dr. Fauci. Uh, Dr. Fauci came out to say that, um, you know, President Trump has has quoted him, but it's all been wrong. He didn't say that. He took it out of context. Context, And, of course, there will be uh, no second presidential debate this week in Miami. The Commission on Presidential Debates on Friday canceled the second debate between Donald Trump That's and Joe Biden. Yeah, yeah because, I mean, after the, the president declined to do a virtual debate you know despite right. concerns over his COVID-19 diet. Run the debates, even with the over-talking and him dropping out. Joe should have been able to speak by himself if he didn't show up. It should have just had a town hall like it was already set. It just doesn't yeah. make sense, man. It should have been. Well, but you know. But you can't go around see, acting like you don't have COVID. See, let me tell you what. He can't fix the damage he did. So they don't want to put him in another debate situation because oh, they yeah. found out he can't. Yeah, he, he won't. Can't. Yeah, and he can't. You're right. That's why they tried so to go so hard on Kamala, like she did such a horrible job. You know, that's all they had, and she did. Fly stole the show. Yeah, the fly stole the show. Great, man. Hey, man. Kamala was, was great. In she that really debate. was. She really was. You're right. Mm-hmm. Come on. Yeah, I, 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 I just hate the fact that he's going around like he doesn't have COVID. I, I can't, that gets, you know, with What's all these more people disturbing following him. are the, the, the idiots that go around him and he has corona. Yeah, following him. Man, are you like, kidding me? It's okay, yeah. Like you can just wish it away. I mean, he said it again, it's going to disappear. It's going to disappear. All right, uh, we're going to switch gears here. Coming up at the top of the hour, some comedy roulette with Jay Anthony Brown right after this. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. All right, guys, it's time for comedy roulette. Jay, you are here. Please quickly set it up for us. It's very simple. You take some subjects, put them on the wheel, (laughs) spun the wheel around where the wheels stop. Where it stop after it spuns around. (laughs) Mm-hmm. Wherever it stop, we'll do the damn thing because we just that good. Put them up, spun it. All right, all right. <laughs> <laughs> ready for today's categories? Yeah, yeah, we're ready. All right, here we go. Come on. Number one, crazy stuff you might yell out during sex. Oh, Number okay. two, <laughs> that's a, <laughs> that's a good remember we're on the air live, guys. Okay. Remember that. Well, what uh, number you want? two, you want we ye- what we yell out or not? What, what, what you <laughs> <laughs> things you say to bad cooks? 
Number three, remember, things you say to air. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> number three, things you say to old people to keep from cursing them out. Oh my God. Oh, oh wow. <laughs> okay, you got it. Three, right. three, three times. Let's go. Let's spin it. Spin it. My biggest fear, uh, crazy things you might yell out during sex. Oh, oh Lord. here we go, here we go. Uh, comedy roulette, crazy things you might yell out during sex. Girl, stop, please stop. I got to get me some ice water and come back. Go ahead on now. Go ahead on. <laughs> <laughs> uh, crazy, crazy thing we yell out during sex. Oh, my God. I can't feel my eyes. <laughs> <laughs> well, look who's here. <laughs> yeah. Look who just showed up yeah, for work. Yeah, I don't care. <laughs> yell that out. <laughs> Junior. <laughs> Crazy things you yell out doing sex. Girl, you know what? I'm, I'm, girl, I'm going to mess around and buy you some money. I ain't lying. I'm, I'm, <laughs> this is too good right here, girl. I'm going to buy you some money. I ain't lying. <laughs> Come on, Steve. <laughs> Crazy, Crazy stuff. Mm-hmm. Go ahead. What is your show? Crazy stuff you might yell out during sex. Bite me on my forehead! (laughs) (laughs) We're playing comedy roulette, the subject, crazy stuff you might yell out during sex. Come on, Jay. Crazy things you might yell out during sex. Girl, 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 girl. That part is numb, okay? It's numb, okay? (laughs) (laughs) That is crazy. (laughs) (laughs) Crazy things you might yell out during sex. Oh, I'm gonna vote for you. <laughs> when is the election? <laughs> Crazy things you might yell out during sex. Uh, ooh, ooh. What is your name? What is your name? I forgot. What is? What's, tell me again. What is your name? Crazy things. Uh, crazy stuff you might yell out during sex, Steve. I want Corona. <laughs> that is crazy. That is crazy. Uh, all right, comedy roulette. Crazy things you might yell out during sex. Oh, whoa, 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 where you, where you planning to put that? Where, 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 where that <laughs> Not over here, you ain't. <laughs> All right, come on, guys. Right. Crazy things you yell out during sex. Mm-hmm. Oh, my God. I'm about to go to jail. <laughs> what? Oh, my crazy God. Th- crazy things you, let, you yell out in the middle of sex. Uh... Listen, I'm almost at the finish line. You need to hurry up if you're trying to beat me there. I'm just telling you, I'm almost there. I'm just telling you, it's, a, it's I'm, 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 I'm almost. almost. All right, it's comedy roulette. Crazy things you might yell out during sex, Steve. Just close it out. Yeah, take it out. Take it out. Ready? Mm-hmm. Black Lives Matter. <laughs> <laughs> On that note, we'll have more of the Steve Harvey Morning Show coming up in 20 minutes right after this. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. 
According to the Black Information Network, rapper and entrepreneur Michael Killer Mike Render, love Killer Mike, has partnered with former Atlanta mayor Andrew Young and Bounce TV founder Ryan Glover to launch a digital bank called Greenwood. Now, Greenwood aims to become the first digital bank for Black and Latino individuals and businesses. Uh, so far, they have secured $3 million in seed money, Steve. Wow. Yeah, and uh, they chose the name Greenwood uh, in homage to the historic neighborhood in Tulsa, Oklahoma, that was once home to some of the nation's highest performing black businesses. Yes. Uh, Killer Mike says he hopes the bank will draw in black customers and keep the black dollar within the community. Greenwood will begin servicing customers next year, 2021. Great news. Yes. Yeah. Mm -hmm. I like that. Yeah. What do you think, Steve? That's a good idea. Uh, I mean, I want to know more about it, but it sounds really smart. Mm-hmm. It's a it great does. Way to start. Mm-hmm. You know, I'd love to hear more about it, what the plan is. Um, of course, to grow a bank, you got to have customers, so that's very important. Mm-hmm. You know, if, if everybody just opened up a $100 account, it would yeah. make a huge difference. Yeah, it more definitely would. That's, that's yeah. No, I'm that just bank. saying, you know, how to... We got to keep our eye on this and we will. It opens up next year, 2020, the Greenwood Bank. Mm -hmm. We'll have more of the Steve Harvey Morning Show coming up at 33 minutes after the hour, right after this. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. All right, Steve, time for your favorite segment. It's called Ask the CLO, the Chief Love Officer Clo, as your nephew calls it. This one Mm. is from Mary in Queens. It says, I'm 41 years old and I've been engaged to my man for six years. (laughs) Wait, slow down, Shirley. Slow down. Take your time. When you say Mary, let him breathe for a minute. I know. Let him have it. I tried. That's why I did it quickly so it could just go right by. (laughs) All right. In Queens. Uh, I'm 40, I'm 41 years old and I've been engaged to my man for six years and I won't marry him because I cannot stand his kids. He has three teenage daughters. And when we met, I told him he needed to start disciplining them while they were young. They will sneak out of the house, take his car, talk back to him and they don't clean up. They had one chance to try me and I popped one of them in the mouth. So they would know I don't play. How can I get him to take control? If he won't, does it mean he doesn't love me? Well, Mm. it's not that. He just doesn't know how to parent. He's a, he's just, he don't know how to handle them girls. He's a man and he doesn't know. He's afraid to discipline. He's, he wants to be Disney dad, obviously. My question is, do you live with him? Um, I don't know what the situation is. So the, really, the bottom line is, why are we talking about this? You've been engaged for six years, six years. and you're not going to marry him because he won't discipline you, and they got teenage daughters. He's not going to discipline them. And looks like you're not going to get married. Yep. I ain't said nothing won't. to her about hitting them in the mouth. But. Right. <laughs> we don't think necessarily violence is the way, but something needs to be done. And like you say, doesn't look like she's going to marry him. Uh, Cortland in Texas says, I'm 32 and my wife is 30 years old and she likes to shop at stores that sell skimpy and cheap clothes. 
This started during the quarantine and she ordered a lot of trendy cutoff tops and super short shorts. She dresses like this to run errands with me and I see how people look at her. I thought I'd catch a break because of the cooler weather, but she just switched to wearing super tight leggings and short jackets. A lot of the clothes are thin and see-through and she's a little overweight. Mm, How can I tell her that she is too big for these styles without, very carefully listen to this, without hurting her feelings? Oh, there's no words for this. (laughs) There's no, there's no tender way to say, baby, I love you. I really do. You know, you wait and got out of hand and you wearing these tight ass clothes and you know, you, they, you stretching the fabric. Mm. We can see your skin and people starting to look at you. And you're embarrassed. It's no way. (laughs) Coming up, it's our last break of the day. Listen up, damn it. It's the last break of the day. Pass it on, okay? And, of course, we'll have some closing remarks from the one and only Steve Harvey. Mighty, mighty. And, uh, yeah, we might hear from Junior, too, where he's been all morning. (laughs) (laughs) All right. All that's coming up at 49 minutes after the hour, right after this. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. All right, right before we get to Steve's closing remarks, this is, by the way, our last break of the day on this Monday. Um, We're going to talk about voting for a moment, but we all wanted to know, Junior, uh, thank you for today. Yeah, (laughs) sure. What happened? You know, I still made, I'm a little late from home. Yeah, just a little. Uh I'm a little late from home. Uh, I spent all weekend discussing Mm -hmm. The health of sickle cell. I've been working all week long. I want to just say thank you to the Atlanta Black Health Movement. We had a great weekend, three days discussing black health. Mm-hmm. Um, but I do want to put this out here. I'm, I know I was late today. Forgive me. I don't do it all the time, but You're just forgive me. Unk, don't be mad at me. I'm just trying to help people. Because, you know, sometimes you get tired trying to help people, but you got to do it all weekend. I did that part. Mm-hmm. But the great news that came out of this, man, is that is that I, we discussed sickle cell, the state of it for black. I'm in a position where I can help a lot of black people mm-hmm. with sickle cell when they battle. I'm just in position right now. We just look at the position. So I'm going to come back with some more information about how we all can benefit if we do this one thing. I, I'm not going to say what it is right now. Mm-hmm. Uncle Steve is aware of it. But you're working on something. I'm big. working on something. Mm-hmm. Uncle going to help me. I appreciate you, Uncle. Thank you just for even giving me an idea. It's just a thought process. And I'm just dreaming big. That's all. Just dreaming. As you should, Junior. As That's you it. should. Yeah. So forgive me for being a little late this morning. I, I, I worked all weekend. I'm good, though. I'm here for the closing. I'm here for the closing. <laughs> yeah, for, yeah, you made yeah, it. It, it, was, it wasn't yeah, a little late, it. Junior. You made it. it was like hey, Tommy, you're going to be negative anyway. You wouldn't yeah. even here last it, it was, week. I'm just saying it was two and a half. It's not a little <laughs> no, late. No, no, I know. When I came in here, you going to have something to say. You wouldn't even hear your last you know y'all how late you morning. Y'all was talking in the morning. Okay, well, this is something we don't want anyone to be late for, okay? And that's to vote. We want to vote early, okay? We are three weeks away from the November 3rd election day. You can vote early. A lot of people have already voted, already voted. A lot of people are going to vote tomorrow and the rest of this week. Please go to vote.org. Yeah, you can find out when you can vote early in your state. All right? Please do that. This is serious. And you have to plan to vote. Plan to vote. All right? Steve? Tomorrow, baby. Texas is tomorrow. Yes, it is. 
Yeah, uh, before I uh, do close remarks, I also want to say congratulations to the damn Houston, Texas for winning the football game. <laughs> congratulations, fellas. We don't need all that. Man. No, no, it we was time because that, it was the first one this year. Because you don't really and I wanted need to. it. No, I don't. No, I don't. You don't. No, I really don't. I know you don't. No, I don't, but I wanted to stop and show you how much I don't care. To care about it. To let you all know that I was there. Pulling for y'all. Congratulations. Is, is it any vote? They won up? a game. And the Browns have won four in a row. Thank you so much. Oh, God. I just want to throw that out there. Odell Beckman is your guy, partner. He Whatever. I thank you. Appreciate all that. Yeah. You're not going to say nothing about the Lakers? Nothing about the Lakers? You know, they want it. Right here. They want it. Ladies and gentlemen. Yes. COVID uh-huh. champs. The Cleveland Lakers <laughs> NBA title champs. They I are just the Los say, Angeles say Lakers. No, no. They the Cleveland Lakers because LeBron from Cleveland. <laughs> Cleveland Lakers. AD cried, man. It meant a lot to him, man. The boys won that ring, thing man. last night, man. It was they great, did. great. Uh, LeBron James, number four, four, yeah, four, man. Rondo yeah, got dunk. him. How many rings Rondo got? Rondo got three. A couple of with 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 the Celtics. He got at three, least, man. Right? He got at least he got, this is third one. Okay, one hundred six to ninety-three, baby. Yeah, man. I'm a Laker fan when Go they ahead, win. Bro. Go Lakers. Go Lakers. I'm a Laker fan when they win. Go Lakers. <laughs> <laughs> you fair weather fan. Congratulations. Congrats, baby. That's awesome. Congrats, congrats. Yeah, that's really cool. Man, they congrats, did it under congrats. so much pressure, man. In one location, they did that, man. Yeah. In the bubble. Yeah, in that's the bubble. that's yeah, really what that's what NFL needs and to do. You know, Lakers. man, it's it's a real NBA title. Um, yeah. this, 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 that's a real NBA title. You don't think mm-hmm. there's an asterisk by that one? No, sir. No, no, sir. no, no, not at all. No, no. not at all. Well, because of COVID, you mean? Yeah, that yeah that's what I mean. Yeah. They played in a bubble. They played it without fans. Mm-hmm. You know, it's it a ring. More pressure. They won it all. More pressure. Yeah. They won it all. Man, of course, let... it's, it's not as exciting right. without fans there cheering in the stands right. and yeah. stuff that's like why that. It's more pressure. Yeah. But them them dudes right there, man. Hey, Unc, last night was the first time I saw Dwight Howard smile the whole season after they won. He hadn't, he hadn't smiled. He was not that hyena that people used to say he was the whole season. He was balling. Well, he better thank LeBron. Who? He better thank LeBron. <laughs> Who? <laughs> Dwight Howard. Just thank LeBron. And Dwight was balling, though, man. Dwight was balling this year. Yeah, he was. And also, uh, before we get out of here, I'd be remiss to not mention voting, man, the importance yes. of it and how we have to get out and vote. Um, we cannot allow this sickness to continue without raising our voice to do so. We have a chance to get rid of someone in the White House who cares nothing about us. I don't care how many black people they prop up talking about. He cares about people like me. Prove it. Prove it. Because he doesn't. I don't know where they keep getting them from. I don't know what they saying to him, but that's not the case. This man cares nothing about us, about our causes, our movements, our pain, our oppression. He he don't lend no nothing to it. We got to get out and vote, y'all. Do not hesitate. Vote. V-O-T-E. Him. O-U-T. 
out. V-O-T-E him. O-U-T out. I'm done. Thank you. All right now. Yeah. Vote him out. Get that hamburger eating hell out of there. Load his ass out. For all Steve Harvey contests, no purchase necessary, void where prohibited. Participants must be legal U.S. residents at least 18 years old unless otherwise stated. For complete contest rules, visit steveharveyfm.com. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. 